Welcome to our first episode of Petty Behavior. Here to give you all the tea you'll ever need with your girls, Brittany and Diana. This show is about saying all of those petty comments that you don't want to say out loud. But you know it's the truth. So if this tea is brewed too strong for you, it's time to drink some water. What are you sipping on, Diana? Today, I decided to go with wine, and I'm actually drinking my favorite Moscato. What are you drinking? Ooh, Moscato. I love me some Moscato. Today, my drink of choice is Red Blend, which is kind of my go-to, nice and dry. Sometimes, like my personality, really depends on who I'm talking to. But yeah, I chose to go with um, Red Blend. I have a question about red wine. Is it something you eventually grow to love, or did you love it right away? Oh, it took some time. I'm saying like years for me to, for my palate to be like, oh, okay, I actually enjoy this. But immediately I took well to like Moscato. So that was a perfect introduction to like the wine industry. (laughs) With a Moscato, I guess I'm on my journey. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Ask me more questions later if you like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's important before we begin to give everyone a bit of a disclaimer. I'm sure you all heard us say petty, and the first thing you thought was, our plan is to be mean. But I can assure you, that is not where we're going with this. I mean, we certainly will add some pettiness into our conversations here and there, okay, every episode. But we're speaking from from our hearts, we're being honest and authentic with our conversations. A hundred percent. So... The other day I was reading an article and I came across a statistic that read 65% of women and 75% of men reported having non-sexual friendships with the opposite gender. I personally call BS on that. I honestly think that people have a hidden agenda and that's why they they have these friendships with the opposite sex. Again, this is just my opinion, but I do think it's really hard to have a male and female be strictly friends. I actually think that when we talk about this, that at least for now, we are solely talking about people who are in committed relationships. And I think that's the most important one to mention because when you're in a relationship, there is no room for friendships with the opposite sex. I mean, am I being a bit old fashioned here or? Yeah, I mean, some may call it old fashioned, but I call it having boundaries and staying true to what you believe in. And that's setting those boundaries, making sure that um, the opposite sex will not impose on a person's relationship. You know, I think a lot of and I'm going to speak on in regarding to women, not men. So women, if you're out there and you're getting offended by this. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And you're behaving this Uh, way? Clean it up. Clean it up and get out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think when you said that women have an agenda, you were 100% right. And I think when two people are friends and one or both of those people decide to get into a relationship, I think they need to redraw the boundaries. Personally, I think there's really no room for a friendship unless the four of you or the three of you might be friends, but even then I'm not on board. I just think it's so important to redraw those boundaries because that person might think it's still okay to reach out to you about love and their worry and whatever the case may be. Well, do you think like drawing that boundary, like how does that happen? Do you write a letter? Do you get a, you jump on a phone call? You send a text message, and then after the text message, you don't wait to hear a reply. You just block the person. 
What's the oh, best way to go around that? Women are not going to not text you back. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know she's going to be like, oh, he's still texting me. Let me tell him how I feel. Um, so I would hope, as the woman, she would say, you know what? He is now in a relationship, and this is where I step back. We both know that that's usually not the case. So I think it's on the man to say, I'm now in a relationship and it is not the right thing to speak to you about certain things we spoke about before. I can't be your shoulder to cry on or whatever I was to you before. Do you think that men have a difficult time being that transparent with a, a female friend? Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't think there's any harm to keeping a woman around. I mean, men love attention. Let's be honest here. I mean, we love attention, but men are like, oh, a girl is texting me nonstop. I have more than one woman that's into me. This is great. I mean, from what you see on TV or in your personal experiences, there are women who want more than just that friendship and you being in a relationship doesn't stop them. Yeah, I mean, great point, and I'm just going to get straight to it. There's a, a woman that I know through a friend, and I've heard about her past infidelities, and it makes me a bit guarded when I'm around her, because obviously she's a, she's a homewrecker, let's be real. She wrecked someone's home, and it's now with that person in a relationship with that guy, and... Um, I'm the point where I'm like, I don't know if I can like really be around her and be myself and be comfortable enough having my husband around her. And of course she proves me right. We're at a friend of a friend's house and you know, we're all having dinner, having a good time. There's dessert on the counter and my husband happens to ask like, Oh, what is that dessert? Like not even talking to her. So one, he's talking to me, uh, two, she's listening to our conversation and then she decided that like she would interject and say, oh, this is cheesecake. I don't remember it. I don't remember the dessert, but we're going to go with cheesecake. And she's like, do you want me to cut you a slice? And I'm like, interject. Hold on. Let's pause right there and let's get one thing clear. You do not ever, 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 ever ask my husband if he wants something and you can serve him like and I would be okay if that were you asking my husband if he wanted something for at your house for dinner. But when you know someone's past history and you know that they're a homewrecker, I have to stop you right there. So I quickly told her, like, um, this is not okay. I'm not comfortable with anyone serving my husband. That's my responsibility and my duty as his wife to do those things. And it was probably the first time in her life that she actually had a woman um, set boundaries with her. And you can tell she was a little like, I'm sorry. But at the same time, she was just like, I don't really know what to go with my words. Like, how do I follow up? And all she could say was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. So we have an understanding, right? <laughs> We're clear. You get it? <laughs> like, I needed to hear her say right, that we have an understanding. And she's not going to try to wreck my lovely home. I think anyone listening, um, especially someone who doesn't see it the way we do, might say that you're being a bit dramatic about it. And all she did was ask if she could serve your husband or if he <laughs> wanted something. Yeah. But it's much, much deeper than that because you said it. She is known 
to enter into someone else's relationship. And as a result, even something as small as asking if he wants to drink water doesn't work with you. And now I have a question for you. Do mm-hmm. you feel like if you were closer to this person, even if she was homewrecker, but you were closer to this person and she treated you in a different way, would in the future it be okay for her to say things like this? Or it's just, you know her past and that's that? It would have to be some years have gone by. She would have to have a better track record proving that she can be, she can stay in her own lane and she could be faithful to her significant other before I felt really comfortable with her asking that question. But again, boundaries are important and I will be the person who's being overly dramatic to protect my heart personally and my relationship. That's true. I've had experiences where women are good friends with the person I'm with. Mm -hmm. And when I see them, they completely disregard me. And it's funny because when when I got married, that tended to happen. Tended. Tend. I don't know. Whatever the word is. (laughs) This is a hot topic. I can't speak right. Um, They did it then as well. And to me, it's just super disrespectful. And you might not be a homewrecker to your core, but to me you are because you decided to ignore my existence every time that I saw you and then behind my back you may have tried to have some sort of communication and to me that doesn't work and that's how you end up getting that label and you might do even worse I mean you never know but wait so you mean to tell me she would see you out in public and there's no communication eye contact hello how are you just strictly like I don't see you in front of me, but later on, I'm going to go text your significant other. It's a bit worse than that. She would say hello to my significant other. Oh. While I'm there and then ignore me. Now, I don't have a friendship with this person and this person is gone. But point of the story is, is that if you're going to be friends with my husband when you're married or anyone else, not just speaking to myself, expect to either make a friendship with that person's significant other or back up because there is no room for that kind of friendship. You're not going to be texting my man every single day or every other day or whatever the case may be. If you need some support, you've got your community, you've got (laughs) your place of worship, you've got your work support groups. I don't care what they are. There are how many billion people in the world? You do not need to pick the one that has someone. And it might be crazy, but I think that's fair to ask that the attention does not go to some person that doesn't belong in a two-person relationship. True that. So as you know, I've been binge-watching everything possible, uh, particularly Love Island. I think we watched the four seasons that actually mattered in a month. Um, And if you haven't watched it and you're already hating on it, Please watch it first and then tell me what you think. I really want to hear your thoughts on it. So I do hope you watch it soon. Oh, yeah, I intend to. I mean, you've already kind of given me, told me a little bit about it. And I feel like I need to invest in the time that I have on the show. So I'll probably check it out tonight, to be honest. You'll invest a lot of time. Trash TV is great. But there was a particular episode that, even when I think about it now, makes me angry. And usually you don't end up watching a show and then being angry about it because it's not about you and it's TV. Mm -hmm. But in this particular case, I'm so mad. 
So basically, there's a girl named Lucy who likes this guy that I don't remember. Let's call him Joe. Oh, Joe. That was his name, actually. Never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Joe and Lucy get together. Tommy walks in and Tommy wants Lucy. Lucy doesn't really know what way she wants to go. And then Molly comes in. Her and Tommy connect and they end up being together. And then, of course, Lucy sees this and goes, oh, I want to be with you. So she goes to him. And throughout this entire time, they remain friends. And they're flirty and there's no boundaries and all of that. And eventually it comes to a point where Molly says, guys, this isn't right. You either set some boundaries or you guys can't be friends. And I don't know if it pisses me off more that women in general think that they can just enter the stage whenever they want. Or that men are just sitting there going, oh yeah, this is nothing. I mean, how can both be so blind to what's happening? Well, it sounds like Lucy's a homewrecker. Am I spot on or am I spot on? (laughs) No, homewrecker is perfect. So Lucy's a homewrecker. She has an agenda. She knows exactly what she's doing. I think it's one of those things, it's like, FOMO, fear of missing out. She realized that this guy, was his name Joe? Yes. <laughs> yes. She realized that Joe was in a relationship, or is it Tommy? No, that's Tommy. She was with Joe. <laughs> okay. She's with Joe, but she realized that Tommy was the guy she wanted only because he was in a relationship with Molly. She, yeah, she doesn't really want Tommy, or Tom. She just really wants to be where she missed out on like there was an opportunity there is a fear of missing out so she experienced FOMO and then she was trying to interject and be with Tom I I don't know but I'm I really want to watch the show now because now I need to know like I'm invested and I'm getting all flustered because I don't like women like Lucy so if you're you're listening like and you're Lucy clean it up I don't like you (laughs) I don't even know you don't like you yes (laughs) you know i think you're maybe right i also think based on what i saw she does like Mm -hmm. him but the thing that i don't understand is or the thing that i'm not okay with is when men and women who had some sort of past where they either had a relationship or kind of almost had one choose to remain friends even though one of them usually crosses the line and is flirty and is all of that i mean put aside the show how many times will a female or a male reach out to a girl or guy that they were with or were about to be and Mm -hmm. what they all of a sudden change their tone and are like yeah how's the weather no they will continue to talk in the way that they did and unless someone calls them out which usually doesn't happen on the guy's end because the guy is like oh this is awesome i've got more (laughs) chicks around me than i've ever had in my life Mm mm-hmm yeah, so the guy becomes invested in the attention that he's receiving, despite of what he, if he's in a relationship or not. He's just loving the attention. That's the only thing that he can see. For for women, I, I do believe that the agenda is there. And so once you give a woman some attention, you can say, oh, you dyed your hair. I've noticed. A guy can say, hey, you dyed your hair blonde. I've noticed that. And a woman will think, like, he said, I love you. Oh my God, that is so true. (laughs) And it's like, all I really did was acknowledge that you changed your hair color. So I think it's a fine line that men need to to pay attention to and realize that you can't just tell women, um, give them a compliment without them feeling as if you're investing in more feelings than just a friendship. So therefore, I don't think men and women should be friends. 
Especially when you're in a relationship. Especially when you're in a relationship. I mean, when you're single, you don't really owe anyone anything except yourself. And even then you disappoint yourself. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But when you're in a relationship, it's a different ballgame. And, you know, unfortunately, I've had the experience where there has been women who knew damn well that I existed. Mm -hmm. Um and who just continued on their merry way and they thought that the way that they were behaving would be correct and you know i think they should feel lucky that they don't live in the same place that i do because it wouldn't be pretty just to say the least like when you decide to enter into my relationship and i'm not saying which relationship i'm just saying when you enter a relationship Mm -hmm. you are bound to get cut in some way or another and to be honest with you like if I had the chance to go to these women that thought that they could do this stuff, I would love to. I mean, maybe that's <laughs> not what other people would do, but sometimes I think these homewreckers need to be put in their place. And you know damn well that the man is not going to put them in their place. This is true. Can I ask, how did you handle that in your past relationships? Like, did you reach out to the woman? Did you tell the person your relationship with? Did you give... Like, basically give them an ultimatum? Like, how did you handle that? I didn't reach out to the person. I do wish I did, but I think I was so hot that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been taken seriously in the sense that they would truly understand how hurt I was. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if reaching out to the homewrecker has any point, but I think speaking to the person you're with um, giving ultimatums, 100%. I'm all about that. If you screw me over, then mm-hmm. you bet you're going to get one more opportunity and that's that. No matter if you're, you know, in a, just a boyfriend, girlfriend or married. Like, yeah. that's one line that you cannot cross with me. And for some reason, other women sit there knowing you exist, knowing what you have with this other person and still continue to do what they want. And they think they can get away with it, which is the funniest thing to me. Listen, <laughs> If you can hoe your way into this into his DMs, then I can hoe my way into finding those DMs. Like, well, not hoe my way because I'm not a hoe. Thank you. But I can find my way to those DMs. You can CSI into those DMs. <laughs> Damn it! I spoke too quickly there. Uh, private investigator Diana. On a mission, <laughs> sliding in those DMs. <laughs> but do you think that if the situation is different where they didn't have some type of past as an, an intimate kind or mm-hmm. about to be relationship, do you think that men and women are still good if they're friends? If I'm being honest, no. At some point, if it's not in the beginning of a friendship, the middle, towards the end, there will be someone's going to develop more feelings and that's when the line will get crossed. And so to avoid that completely, don't be friends with the opposite sex. You should already have friends of the same, same sex, same gender to where you are comfortable enough with your friends that you don't need to develop a friendship with the, the opposite sex. But again, call me old school. It's worked for my parents. They're still happily married. Um, so I'll take one from their book and say, no, do not be friends with the opposite sex. <laughs> Even if they were your friend before you met that person, because at the end of the day, we've all got an agenda. We all have something in our hearts deep, deep down. 
And we can all agree to disagree on many things, but the one thing we should all be in agreement is when two people are in a relationship, you let those two people ride in that HOV lane happily, and you take yourself into the three other lanes on the side. <laughs> you stay in that single lane. We're out of tea for tonight, but we're brewing up more for next time. Until then, don't keep it classy, keep it petty. Mm-hmm.